0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Wasting Time podcast. I'm Quinn uh, and I'm here with Chris. Say hello Chris. Hi Quinn, how's hello? it going? Yeah mate, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, we are sans Darren today. Darren's away, he's off uh, doing some stuff at Sam Um But me and Chris wanted to get together because we haven't done an episode in a little while. It's been ages hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, That's partly my yeah. fault. Um, I was revising uh, for exams. But uh, something happened this week that we want to talk about, so we're going to talk about it.
1: Exactly, yes.
0: Um, Do you want to tell everyone, Chris, what it is? Uh,
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, So, this past Tuesday night, both Quinn and I had the privilege of attending the uh, Acoustic Blink-182 show at the Rose Theatre in Kingston.
0: Yes, we did. That was very exciting. So exciting. (laughs) Uh, Proper
1: last minute thing as well, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, so... Last week, last Thursday, it was announced that Blink were going to be in London doing some acoustic shows for the radio. Right. Uh, And then shortly after that, um, Banquet Records announced that they'd nabbed them for a a one-off at the Rose Theatre, which initially was queue up outside banquet for the entire Friday afternoon in the hope that you might get one Right, of the, exactly. One of the as tickets. much as
1: I love that band, I wasn't willing to use a day's leave for that. I, <laughs>
0: I would have done, but that was the morning I had my exam and I didn't then want to have to go and stand outside. <laughs> Understandable. Um, but once it all sold out on Friday evening, they then announced a second show earlier on at 7 o'clock. Correct. Um, and you could order tickets online, so that's what we did. Saturday morning, 9, 11 o'clock.
1: Yeah, we were both lucky you managed to managed grab one my... my friend Charlie shout hello Charlie um I know he listens to the podcast uh managed to get me and him one so uh yeah we did well managed nice to
0: go yeah so we headed on down Tuesday night queued up got our tickets went in and uh waited for Blink to come on stage so I suppose my first question to you is Chris what were you expecting because we knew Travis wasn't coming yep because uh, it was such short notice and he I mean I don't know if he would have come anyway but obviously he's not going to do a boat trip for true. a couple it takes of It like nine days
1: just from New York, I think. Uh, yeah,
0: I think it's a week from New York, but it's, like, three days on a bus across the state. Exactly, well, so, so that's
1: a long journey. Um, so understandable that he wasn't there.
0: Yeah, so we knew Mark, it was going to be Mark and Matt. Uh, yeah. What were you expecting to come out of it? Um, I had quite high hopes,
1: like... Because, like, it, had this been a few years ago and it, and it would have been Mark and Tom, um, I would have had lower expectations just because... Uh, Matt Skiba, you know, he's a, he's a good musician. I've seen him do stuff acoustically before, and he's he's good at it. Um, so, so yeah, I had I had high hopes. Really, what were you, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, sorry, prior to it. Yeah, prior to
0: it, um, I was yeah, I was excited to see uh, what Matt could do. I've only ever seen him play once before with Alkaline Trio. Yeah, um, and it's a very different sort of band to Blink, I think. Uh, I mean, it's the, a similar. It's within the same genre. Obviously, he, the same genre, but he's his style, especially yeah. from what we've heard from up until that point on Tuesday night, "Bored yeah. to Death," and what he was doing with, with Blink with that song, um, yeah, it's a very different style to what he's normally doing. True. And yeah, it was just I was just really interested to see what the two of them would sound like together live. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, As- I've, I've watched a couple of videos online. Like they did, they did X Games last weekend, so I watched people playing yeah, like the sets, and that sort of got me excited. Um, and I yeah. think
1: I think it was almost like as well as that just seeing those two in that comparatively small venue yeah, it just in itself was exciting you know
0: yeah so for those that don't know which is probably most people the, the Rose Theatre's got a, a venue cap of 900 it was 899 people okay so very precise nice yeah uh, I looked it up um, <laughs> but it's a fairly small room because it's a theatre it's yeah. designed uh, with a, a small seating area obviously on the ground floor and then two balconies above it so it's actually yeah. a relatively small room um so when you're on the balcony as I was you were standing weren't you I was yeah, yeah so I was unfortunate enough to well I say unfortunate enough you' are more comfortable now I, I was, was very yeah, it was much <laughs> more comfortable sitting down for an hour um but yeah there's only like th- five or six rows of seats up on those balconies so you yeah. even even when you're like I was in the the second from last row yeah um but you're still quite close to the front of the balcony and very close to the stage so top. yeah yeah so well be, i know what
1: your view was like because i saw the video you posted Well, exactly. Yeah. i was
0: able to film the entire thing with very clear view yeah. um and what i really liked about the venue as well is that um especially as it's acoustic because it's it's designed for stage theater yeah that quite often matt would step away from the microphone while he was singing and you'd still be it's able it, to hear him Most scenes.
1: noticeably on I Miss You, on the outro to I Miss yeah,
0: You. Yeah, where, where he's doing those O's and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. a
1: little thing that he does, I noticed, because I was watching their Radio 1, um, not not the live lounge, but the actual uh, concert performance yeah. this morning. I, I, I assume you've seen it.
0: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I watched but, it. But like there.
1: he was doing it at the end of I Miss You on that, I noticed. Yeah, he's say, been putting
0: in his time. own little yeah. flourishes, shall we say, into sort of outros to songs like that, yeah. which yeah. is quite cool. Um Although I think he may be overdoing it, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm resisting going on to into a tangent about that Radio One thing, but I'm conscious with yeah. we're, we're talking about when we saw them first. We, we'll go into things like that afterwards. Yeah, of course. That and like Matt Skeeba's terrible haircut. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, we'll get into what, what yeah. Matt looks like because hey. we can't we can't
1: talk about that for our night because he was wearing a flat cap. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> it, well, yeah. Which uh, which uh, Mark? Well, this is the other cool thing, right? So, because because yeah. it was a. It was obviously sort of thrown together at the last minute. They played, what was it, like five songs. Was it only five Four, songs? Well, originally, right. And then after Bored to Death, um, it might have been six. It might have been the six they did for Radio 1. Okay. Um, and then after after that, uh, Mark was like, right, so that's what we rehearsed for the evening. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And, and did they play like two after that? Uh, no, they, they could, like played another sort of full 20 minutes. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. So they they, they done about like sort of 15, 16. 16 minutes maybe yeah and then and then we're like right that's that's all we've rehearsed uh and now we've we've got a, a list of songs we quickly went over before yeah. uh before you came into the room yeah, yeah um we're gonna play some of them uh here we go and then they went into like i think well so mark was having trouble with his bass wasn't he he's, he was uh, he's, he was which yeah, he handled really well i thought <laughs> you could tell <laughs> by the sort of just before that they, they changed the lead out. You could tell he was starting to lose his patience a bit. Yeah. Um but he was handling it quite well. Uh eventually he hands it off to his tech Rob and Rob starts um changing the lead over for him. Yeah. So he's like, while we're doing that, he's like, Matt, you play a Riff and we'll just uh improvise a song. Um which I thought was really cool because it was just one <laughs> of those sort funny, of like yeah. in Kingston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he just started sort of saying random words that rhymed to each other. Yeah, one yeah. of them was obviously like Matt and Hat. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, that was quite cool. So that made it sort of, that made the entire evening a bit more unique. Because yeah. you get a, a little sort of minute jokey song that uh, is just thrown together. Very the true.
1: Top. And can I also say, I thought he was very witty. Um, so this was obviously after he said, these are the songs we we were going to play and we've rehearsed a yeah. couple more. Um, and someone shouted, Adam's song. And he was like, wait, wait, who said that? And like I put out <laughs> his hand, he's pointing and goes, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was, there was quite, there was, again, I think because of the room, because it's acoustic, because you can hear everything that's going on in the room. Yeah. Um uh, there there was a there was a, a a much sort of closer relationship between the band and the crowd than than you would normally have at a big sort of arena show. Yeah. Um so it's cool there was at one point in uh during what's my age again? Yeah. when uh you get the line, "Oh, the state looks down on Sodom me," and then yeah. like just there was there was a small section of the crowd that at the back. just went Sodom you, which is like <laughs> what Tom used to sing, oh, okay, and you just yeah. know like, this smile just cracked on Mark's face. Oh, really? Like, well, <laughs> that was really cool um, because yeah, you can hear everything that's going on. You can hear people shouting out really clearly. So there was that bit, a little bit, a little bit of back and forth between yeah. uh, between Mark and Matt and the crowd. Um, just while we're on the on the subjects of banter, like yeah. the. the the sort of relationship that Mark and Matt have on stage Is like really cool Like, they're, Yeah, they're, yeah they're, it seems natural doesn't it It seems very natural They're, they're obviously I mean they were obviously friends before yeah. uh, Matt came into the band um, But yeah on, on the stage It's it's like Mark and Tom's relationship Like they would joke around yeah. Mess around Have a laugh Make jokes um, So that was really cool Like it's not as so, though it's something That now they've got a new member of the band They've had to like completely drop that aspect Of their yeah, live sure, performances Yeah sure sure so that was cool to see. Um, what did you? How did you feel about how they actually sounded
1: when they were playing their songs?
0: Uh, so I was. Right, I've got this thing about acoustic performances that I think if you're going to do an acoustic performance, you need to rewrite your songs. Yeah. So they are written for uh, an acoustic performance. Okay. So you, yeah. like, rather than just going out and playing the chords and playing the playing the bass line, you want to actually kind of go right. This is this is going to sound entirely different. Um, We're obviously using Very different instruments To what we're used to using Because it's acoustic Not electric Um, Maybe we should look at Restructuring Like slowing down Speeding up Lots of different things And um, just Especially with like Punk songs Just you're not going out Playing power chords On an acoustic guitar Yeah But They didn't do that um, And I think it worked Oh Um, it worked Yeah I think it worked very well Especially with Because Mark played An electro acoustic Which I think is even Braver um, because acoustic basses are really for the to stroke the ego of the bassist in the band when you're doing an acoustic set sure. I think but because I think Mark's bass lines are so sort of drive a lot of Blink songs yeah um, and a very lead liney in in a lot of ways like it actually sort of worked the way they did it um, and I think it sounded great, like, ev- everything they did. Apart from, like, where there was, like, a couple of cock-ups. There was a couple of uh, cock uh, Mostly rich, by Matt, I think. Mostly by Matt, yeah. He's obviously still a little <laughs> bit nervous. But there, there was a video a little while ago online where he, where he cocked up first date. And, he, and he's like... Um, oh God, what's the what's the line that's like uh about being nervous on a first date and he's like um
1: so I'm nervous that i can't eat or something yeah, isn't he it? Said, yeah. yeah
0: so he goes and because he cocked up the line like two lines before he goes oh i'm so nervous i really can't sing all <laughs> oh, right uh, yeah. <laughs> um
1: <clears throat> but on that subject though like i mean they did sound good and stuff and mark's a great bass player and, and that sound and stuff but like and i love mark but He's not much of a singer, really.
0: He's not, not. And like
1: having now having Matt in the band, who is who is a good singer, I think. Certainly within the punk world, uh, you yeah. notice how bad <laughs> Mark is. Because Tom was doing them a favor before. because Tom, Tom was, was worse than Mark. Better, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's true. Did you um,
1: do? I mean, did you
0: notice that? I did. Yeah, Mark, uh, especially having watched uh, and been able to watch more closely after the performance, like yeah. watching like the Radio yeah. One stuff, and, and even just watching back the videos that I took. Matt is a phenomenal singer. Like <laughs> he, I didn't even notice this. Like listening to, I was listening to Acoustic Trio on the way over, actually. Yeah. And he doesn't sing like that on Acoustic Trio. He he's got a bit more of a sort of gritty, rougher voice. Like maybe yeah. that's because he's a bit old, uh, a bit younger. Sorry. Maybe yeah. that was um, because he was like on loads of drugs at the time or whatever. But like his voice now is beautiful to listen to and really does. Yeah. It's got a nice. Really sort of does a, soul to it. Yeah. You know? He just he carries a note. Yeah. And he holds it, yeah. and he doesn't waver. And he, I think he really does some of the songs a lot of justice. Um, especially the older stuff. With like, I think my favourite song from the evening was when they played Josie right at the end. Yeah, that's really I mean, obviously, that's, n- that's not a Tom-led song. So there's not an awful lot of Matt in it. But the the Tom parts of the song, or the, the not Mark parts that of the everything. song. Yeah. yeah, I know, then everything, I <laughs> yeah. know, then everything. I was like, uh, after 20 years of listening to it like that, it was quite nice hearing matt i just see uh, yeah. it normally well,
1: i'll tell you what i love when they do all the small things with matt singing it yeah fucking awesome
0: any i think any matt led song now yeah so it sounds great like he, hearing it because i mean i know it sounds like we're shitting on tom a bit i don't know how you feel like i i really like tom i really like how he sings Um, uh
1: i don't i think i think he's written a lot of good songs over the years but i've never liked his voice particularly yeah
0: fair enough i've never had a problem with it i think it's always it's it's always made blink very distinctive like you've always been able to go this is blink too, especially with tom but he, he, he as much with mark as well sometimes um live tom's always been hit and miss especially since the reformation of blink in 2009 yeah um
1: like I remember when when they first got back together and they went on Jay Leno and like it was just like awful. how is he a professional I musician? Know. <laughs> you know? But
0: I mean, there's uh, there's lots of excuses and there's lots of theories and reasons why that is and it's whether that was drugs or be just being pissed when he's on stage or whatever. But I just don't think he's that good. Well, <laughs> right, I've got this theory because I've been lucky enough to see them five times maybe since yeah. they got back together, um, and they, I've, I've. <laughs> 50-50 I've had Like a really good Tom performance Or a really bad one um, The really really good ones he's, he's on point He sings perfectly Plays guitar really well Doesn't cock up yeah. The really bad ones He's like He's all over the shop His like vocals are wavering he like Cocks up the guitar lines And I can't I, th- I think Because I have I saw I think it was in 2012 The last time they were over I saw them at the very start Of the tour And at the very end of the tour yeah. The very start of the tour The first night of the tour Blew it away, like absolutely killed it. Amazing performance. Yeah. End of the tour, two months later, when they've done like fifty dates or whatever, yeah. ruined it. Like played really well. I've, I'm wondering whether it's just general tour fatigue, um, trying to maybe show off a bit and kind of like do things in his own style. Sometimes I think there's definitely some of that when he's kind of like putting it on a little bit, yeah. putting on a little bit of he's this is me. Here's my performance. But I think a lot of it is just that. It's just that you, you catch them halfway through or towards the end of the tour and he's just burnt out and he can't cope with those sort of tour schedules anymore.
1: And also what's actually what's weird, like in, when I first, I, I first saw them in 2000, I think, and I saw him a couple of times that year. And both times when I actually was there... I didn't notice him sounding bad. I thought it was fine. Yeah. But then, like, I'd see... I remember him playing CD UK at the time mm. and he sounded terrible. Yeah. And then, like... Because one of those performances was at Reading and you can see that online. So I've seen it on video and he sounds shit. Whereas when I was there, it was
0: all right. You yeah. Know? So I suppose I there's mean, an element we, of that. There it. is an element of that as well, yeah. Anyway, we're getting a bit off, uh, yeah, off that, that, like, yeah. So... It's
1: focus on modern well, things,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the point is, like, Matt is consistently... Brilliant, like vocally, (laughs) like, okay, he cocked up guitar lines a couple of times, but made a little joke of it, and and that was that. Um, I just, I think he's really kind of solidified his position within the banner i don't oh, definitely yeah. i don't think there was a there was a time prior to this when the sort of forums and stuff would be like oh it's nice that matt's coming in for an album but maybe tom will come back in a year or so yeah i don't think people are going to want tom back though. no definitely once not. they've, se- once they've yeah. seen what skibber can do like when when the gig started like as they were out to say skiba 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 and i think there is like it's just everyone's kind of like really pleased to have I, I mean such an icon sort yeah. of in the band yeah. like, yeah, cause yeah. I think there's a, there's definitely a crossover between Blink fans and Alkaline Trio fans oh, of course yeah um, and then after just after the show I think he's really kind of just made his mark and, yeah. he's, and people aren't going to want to see that change now they're going to want to see a consistently good performance from someone yeah. like that is really yeah. good and I think that, that really does the band credit in the same way that uh, Travis replacing Scott really kind of elevated Blink. Yeah. Um Do you think this is the same? I, I don't think it's gonna elevate them. Um I mean it might pull them out of that little bit of a rut that they had with neighbourhoods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where they didn't really get much radio play and it was really just the fans feeling it. Like now they're going out and they're doing more promotion and stuff like yeah. that. They come over here just to promote the yeah, album and yeah, do the radio yeah. shows and that. So they're gonna sort of be back in the in the spotlight a little bit. But I think it's just gonna be it's gonna take them forward a lot further. Like Blink with Tom they might have done another album and sort of fizzled out I think yeah. blink with Skiba they can go on for a few more years um, before they sort of get tired I mean like yeah, Mark's Mark in his early 40s now Like, if, I'd be surprised if he's still doing it when he's 50 I think, um, yeah well he's mid
1: 40s now I think so he's not that far yeah. off 50 I
0: um, so will see but I think, yeah. they, they, I think they'll be a lot stronger for a lot longer now
1: yeah I mean this whole Skiba and Feldman thing was like the best thing they could have done I think
0: We'll discuss that in a minute. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, go on. with with the acoustic show, uh, obviously, like we've seen other acoustic performances, yeah, well, during the week, yeah.
1: Uh, and I'll, oh, sorry, can I just say as well, like, I'll, cause I was a bit dubious about them playing. I know I said I, I know they had a better chance because obviously they've got Skiba and. The songs are strong anyway, but I was a bit like, hmm, Blink acoustic, how good is it going to be? Because, like, you know, I was saying before going in, like, how I went to Unwritten Law recently play acoustic, and I knew, and it, and it was amazing because Scott Russo is a fucking amazing musician yeah. and singer. Whereas, you know, Blink, even though they're in the same world, aren't quite the same. But, yeah. but you know, they got away with they, it. They and pulled it, was it off, good. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, they've done some acoustic bits for like on the last tour, they did uh, a, lot, a little bit in the middle of the set where. Uh, they would do acoustic and Travis would come out of his cocktail kit and yeah. Um, I thought that was what might uh, do the show like be a detriment to the show is not having Travis sort of uh, keeping those rhythms on, yeah. uh, on, on a kit but it worked and I yeah they stayed in time yeah they yeah, stayed in time yeah um, it was a really I think it was an all round really good performance I mean <clears throat> back to what we were saying about Mark He's not the strongest singer, but he's still a relatively decent singer for a guy in his forties. Yeah. What, what they probably could do with doing is dropping all the songs down an octave or so, because I've and I've said well, this for a while. Like he really struggles, especially with something like "Damn It," where the entire song yeah. is basically shouted. Yeah. Um, he really struggles with that higher register. But with "Bored to Death," they really brought. Did that work though in that lower key? Yeah, for you? I think so. Yeah, I think it did work. They slowed it down a yeah. touch. They played it in a lower key. Um, and I mean, it was so, it such actually, a low
1: key that I could almost say, <laughs> well, yeah.
0: but it made, I think this is what, partly what I'm saying about when you need to kind of rewrite your songs for acoustic, for acoustic performance, um, yeah because that one, I think everyone sort of picked up on it. That one stood out because they did play it slightly differently. It did. It didn't quite have the energy to what the recording is, but it worked yeah. because they just sort of tweaked it slightly and it was like, okay, well, this is the acoustic performance of this track. Um, so, yeah, I think Mark marks decent enough is what I'm yeah.
1: saying. What did you think I mean we didn't get to see this but the the 9 o'clock people were treated to a Billy Bragg cover. What did you think of their Billy Bragg cover?
0: Uh I'm not a huge fan of Billy Bragg. I do like some of these songs. Um like, I
1: mean it was the very it was the very obvious go-to yeah, Billy was New Bragg England. song. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is arguably his most famous song.
0: I I mean maybe it was just the recording, but I didn't think they played it that well. I think it was
1: alright it was uh, again like Matt was singing the chorus I think Mark was doing the verses so the chorus sounded better obviously obviously yeah yeah, it sounded all right, but it's I mean Billy Bragg I think hasn't written a good song for about 20 years but I mean back in the day I'm a fan of his good songs and that song is such a good song it's hard to do it badly if that makes sense so it was fine on that basis it was fine fair
0: enough yeah I mean I'm kind of glad that we got the that improvised song rather than Billy Bragg yeah, he said that to me. Because um, I think that makes it a bit more special uh, than getting a, a, a cover. Like, I don't know why they chose to do New England, why they chose to do a cover at all. Um, it seems odd when you've got 25 years worth of material to pick from, to do in... When you've got 40 minutes on stage to pick, I oh, will do a cover Billy But I mean, fair enough to them, they wanted to do it, but... Yeah, I'm kind of glad we got the, the other thing.
1: What did you think of um, their other performances that they did while they were over? Because I'm sure you've watched and listened to the
0: yeah, Radio I mean, 1 stuff. Nothing different. Again, other than other than Matt cocking up bored to death.
1: He, he cocked up fucking What's My Age Again on the, uh, not the Live Lounge, but the, the other Radio 1 oh, thing. Oh, the X Radio. Yeah. Well, I've not
0: seen that. Oh, mate, what, what, did, you, what like, did he do? <laughs> he...
1: Um, <laughs> I, I almost want to pause this and show you. Like, <laughs> in fact, can, can we do that? Yeah, really? all right, sorry. I'm
0: gonna watch this and then we'll come back. Okay, so that was the the Radio One Rockaldale performance that you showed me, not the, yeah, the yeah. radio. Yeah, um, yeah, sorry. So yeah, I had seen that and yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. He cocks up the intro. Um I think to be fair to the guy, like even Tom said he always used to have problems playing that lead. Um, it, that he'd
1: always make a joke, this song's fucking hard to play and I always yeah. fuck it up. But he never I never saw him fuck it up. I never saw him fuck it up, no. <laughs> I but mean
0: I know I do know from I mean it this is going back years now. So like w- when I was in sort of my first band, like guitarist, but like, oh, he's actually quite difficult. And he has something to do with like, cause you're playing that, those same two notes and then you come up on one and then yeah, down yeah. on one and stuff. So yeah, I think he just needs more rehearsals. <laughs> um, which is weird considering like they've been rehearsing solidly for uh, over a month now, I think. Um, but whatever, like, I'm sure he'll it'll slide into it. He's not had the the same sort of, Time of these songs that the other guys have had. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Um, so okay, overall, overall, sort of impressions, thoughts, feelings towards. What did you come away thinking about the show?
1: The the Tuesday night show. Yeah. Um, I came away thinking I fucking love this band. I'm happy Matt's in it, and I just it was just such a fun evening as well. And I felt privileged that I was able to see one of those performances. Yeah, I,
0: uh, I think I was would say exactly the same thing. Yeah. It was it was a really cool night and I'm really excited now to see them live. I yeah. think the, Matt might have said that they they're sort of aiming to come back next year. Yeah. Um with the full lineup. So uh yeah, I can't wait. It was really good. Um what did you want to say about Matt's hair? <laughs> oh great <right>. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I like so let me just qualify this by saying I think Matt Skiver is one of the coolest guys on the planet. I thought that for a long, long time and I still think that. Um but dude needs to sort his hair out it's like because he's been balding for a long time so i feel like his his hairline starts like here i'm pointing to like the top of my head cr- right now Yeah, your crown and like and he just grows it really long on top and it just doesn't work i mean
0: <laughs> yeah well, do, maybe do, do you know what i mean yeah a little bit i mean I i've not i've not really sort of seen what you're talking about right um, i mean he was wearing a hat during our performance yeah so. yeah um but uh, pff, whatever. <laughs> Don't get
1: me wrong. I still, I still think the guy's amazing. But <laughs> yeah, punk rock in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shall we move on to? I mean, staying on the subject of Blink, but like what also happened shortly after that show was they uh, released another song from their forthcoming album. Do you want to discuss that?
0: Yeah. So on Wednesday night, well, actually on Tuesday, they uh, Travis tweeted that he would be uh, unveiling the song on uh, Zane Lowe, wasn't on it? Zane Lowe's Beats One, yeah. the Apple Radio Station, um, on Wednesday night, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, it was about five thirty our time, so I did it on at work
1: oh so you yeah, actually listened to it because I, right. I planned to and I completely forgot and then my buddy oh. Alap um, hit me up on WhatsApp and he's like, what you think of it I was like Fuck, I forgot <laughs> about it. Uh, well, what, it what was the interview like was it interesting
0: uh, well the interview came I, I, like, I imagine
1: Zane Lowe was <clears throat> sucking up to him like he was I've there
0: I've not actually heard sorry. the interview oh the, sorry okay. the, the interview came about half an hour later oh, just dear. as I was leaving work and I didn't listen to it and I've not actually gone back to
1: yeah I've been moving to yeah,
0: moving yeah. To. Um, but yeah the song uh, they played it and then they they played it again straight afterwards, yeah. and I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> right. I don't need to listen to this again yeah. right away."
1: Because um, I mean, it's alright to be hesitant at first. Because I remember when "Board to Death" came out, and like your first reaction, immediate reaction was like underwhelmed, and then maybe after a couple of lessons, you were like, "Oh, it was on the fifth playthrough." I or was, was it like, the fifth I, playthrough. I love this song. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've
0: not had that with with Rabbit Hole. I've yeah. had my my reaction has been. Listen to it twice on the radio. Yeah. Listen to it when I got in once it went up on the the streaming site. Yeah. Um, listen to it a couple of times then, and then I've just like every day I've listened to it once or twice. Yeah. Um, it's grown on me. Uh, but it's not.
1: Because it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like I bet you're like me and that you want to like
0: it. I want to absolutely love it. <laughs> it was, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe with bored to death, it was like it's been three years since any new music came out and yeah. we were all really hyped and anticipated for this and when it when it did finally drop everyone was like online together i mean yeah. it leaked as well obviously yeah the night before um, and everyone was, like, really hyped. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. This is fucking amazing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, it, like, you're sort of caught up in that. And
1: it really was, like, for, like bored to death, man. It was, like, for me, the best Blink song I'd heard since then yeah. in the state. <laughs> I, lis- I listened yeah. to that song
0: and repeat all that night and then all the next day and then yeah. all the day after that. And just for, like, a week, I was just not listening to anything other than that yeah. song. Yeah, same. Um, whereas I've not had that with Rabbit Hole. Um, nah. I've, I say I've grown to like it. Like, in my, initially, I was like, uh, the, the verses were a bit... Man, I really from the start I really liked the chorus. Ah, oh, I um, disagree, mate. I do you not, disagree. You...
1: I prefer. I think the verses are okay. You know, that's not going nuts. I think they're okay. I think mean, they're great, but the chorus is really underwhelming for me.
0: Oh, okay, see, I find that I find that's the hook. That's what keeps getting me going back.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's catchy, but not in the catchy way that I like. You know,
0: yeah, I just hate
1: the chord progression and well, hate. It... No, that's a bit bit extreme, but it's just.
0: I think ah. it, yeah, I think it hates the wrong way. Like, there's yeah, been there's sorry. been a lot of a lot of discussion around this, obviously on on forums and on Reddit and stuff. And it, yeah. it, it's very there's a split between fans. There's those that really like it and think it's a great song. There's others that are a bit like me or, yeah. or us that are yeah. a bit sort of underwhelmed by it. And there's been a lot of actually very reasonable discussion as to why it's not just been like oh, it's fucking shit. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's actually there's been a lot of people that have been coming up with some very good kind of like this is why I don't like it. This is why I do like it um a lot of the sort of criticisms aimed at it are and this is what i was going to say when you mentioned feldman is that it is or does feel very generic um it kind of comes across as just a bit too pop punkish a bit too five seconds of summerish yeah i've heard that it's not Um,
1: i I disagree with that like and and feldman is definitely guilty of every now and then throwing in a very formulaic generic pop yeah. punk song but when he does they're normally still very good pop punk songs whereas this one i don't think it is man do you know what it reminds me of right that chorus sounds like one of the weaker songs off that plus 44 record that's what it makes me think of it doesn't make oh, me really? think it doesn't make me think of five seconds of so- hey man like it doesn't sound as good as a lot of five <laughs> seconds of sound of songs if i'm honest
0: Fair enough. I mean, I was, I was just using that as an yeah. example of yeah, a, a yeah, modern. I know. I, know. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Good Charlotte would be the, a better band to compare it to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, a,
1: it's a, but it sounds like a, a weak good, good Charlotte song, not a good Good Charlotte yeah. song, you know.
0: I see what you're saying. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot, uh, and I've been trying to sort of figure it out. Um, I think a lot of my criticism of it, uh, like one of one of the criticisms of it, is that structurally it's basically identical to Bored to Death. So it's nothing new. Like you've got. Yeah. He goes. Mark verse. <laughs> yeah. Chorus.
1: Although to be fair, bored to death. Matt comes in on that first chorus, doesn't he? Well, yeah. Okay, does he? But I, I feel like. Yeah. He does. No, they yeah. both
0: sing the chorus yeah. together, right? But you've got you've got Mark verse. There's like a pre-chorus, yeah. and then you've got the chorus, and then you've got a Matt verse, yeah. pre-chorus, chorus. Yeah. Then and there's also that post-chorus bit, which kind of acts as a bridge, yeah, or, or as a middle eight. Um, And then you've got the chorus again. And then, again, the outro is just O's. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, (laughs) oh. like, this is exactly the same uh, song structure. Now, hopefully, that is just um, a representation of these are the two singles from the album. The other ones will be fairly different. If you look at... uh, I mean, structurally and sort of in sound a little bit in the way they've kind of written the songs, they're a lot. it's a lot less like the newer stuff. It's not an evolution of what they've done with like Dog Eating Dogs, for example. It actually takes you back more to kind of like any of the state Take of your pants and jacket.
1: Which is what we want. Which is what, what I want. Which is
0: what a lot of people wanted. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen some of that with, the evolution of what they've been doing recently no, just it's just because you're like a little something. tom DeLong long fan yeah, really like aren't you? i mean not necessarily <laughs> neighborhoods but definitely dog eating dogs i really like that i again. know you and do and that, that's fucking more, weirdo that, well that's more akin to the untitled album which is yeah. where yeah, the blink have been going for yeah years now. but um but i think if those if you look at the singles that are released from their albums they are the most straightforward they yeah. are straight like no dick around with the drums like straight up verse chorus, verse course solo chorus ends kind of stuff yeah. and then the other songs on the albums are a little bit different structurally like they mess around with beats and all that kind of stuff and rhythms and they're trying to do something a little bit different even though it is kind of like what we might now consider generic pop punk yeah. even though it was kind of like the birth of it what? Um, you, so sorry go on I'm just hoping that the album might reflect what I'm sort of hoping for and right. that's why I'm trying to keep a bit more of an open mind about these songs
1: what 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 is disappointing for me about this song is that I was hoping this album was going to be like literally every, you know, an album full of absolute, class, you know, great songs which they, in my opinion, haven't done since like Enema of the State even though a couple of those songs now are maybe a bit dated or whatever but certainly at the time it was an album where every single song could have been a hit you know and like for me i I was 16 when that album came out somewhere in 99 yeah um that was the first time i'd heard an album where like every single song i loved you know i'd never experienced that before yeah and like for me blink haven't done that since I mean, they've had written a lot of good songs since, obviously. Um, but I was hoping this was going to be their return to having an album where every song was amazing, and that's not the case because Rabbit Hole's
0: not, Rabbit amazing, holes you know. not amazing. No, it's. But I think it is because it is too similar to the kind of pop punk that's around at the moment. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, I mean, structurally and musically, not break, it is, it's not breaking any boundaries. No, right? and it didn't have to. But just for me,
1: and I know we disagree on this. That chorus was. Just, it doesn't have the kind of hook I like.
0: Yeah. And that's Fair that's
1: why I can't get into that okay. song. Okay. Well, that's. I mean. I mean, it's fine, but it's not. Yeah. It's not great.
0: I think maybe we'll we'll end on this before we sort of before we kind of wrap up. But I think. Yeah. Possibly, I had this experience with up all night. When <laughs> right. it, yeah, yeah. When it's, I, I didn't like that song at all No, no but, I didn't But within the context of the album Listening to it as the third track on the album And then with everything else Actually sounds quite good And I quite like it now you, But I think you kind of need to listen to it With the other songs from the album Either side of it Listening to it on its own I think is a bit weak Yeah But it, it fits in nicely with everything else That's on the album and makes sense So I think maybe Rabbit Hole might do that Yeah, maybe But
1: again, going back to Edinburgh State At the time, any of those songs alone would have sounded yeah. great.
0: But Enemy of the State at the time was new. Like, no one had done anything really like that. That's a very, this, very legit point. Think, yeah. Yeah. Again, I think some of the criticism of what we've heard is that they're not doing anything particularly new now. Yeah. 20 years of experience. Yeah. And it feels like the sort of music that's just in the charts. Yeah. Generally. So, I, that's all there is to really say about Rabbit yeah, Hole yeah, for the time yeah, being. We'll talk yeah. about the album. uh, probably at length I'm sure it, we'll have a couple words to words. say about yeah. it yeah yeah. Um, so before we wrap up yeah. uh, obviously we've been talking a lot about Blink but we've not been around for about a month now I don't it's, yeah it's been too it's long it's been a long time so I just wanted to we've ask we've missed it definitely I uh, just wanted to quickly discuss very briefly anything, Go on. anything that we've been listening to Okay. Uh, that's new that's come out in the last two or three weeks that you just want to sort of give a shout out yeah I'm ju- I'm, like I'm
1: try, I'll try and think of stuff certainly the first thing that comes to my mind uh Direct Hit have got an album coming out soon and they've released it maybe like two or three songs so far okay. and uh, I've been pretty underwhelmed by all of them until this new song they put out this week which was right on my street did you get a chance to listen to I've it? I've not listened to it no okay are you familiar with Direct Hit?
0: a little bit
1: they're on Fat Records they sound like they belong on Fat Records Like they're the kind of band you could, you'd could you expect them to tour with people like Teenage Bottle Rocket Master Intruder they're very much in that sort yeah. of vein okay. that sort of pop punk um, they're you know they're hit and miss. Uh, they've got they, they. I've never heard an album by them where every song is great. You know, I've never heard an enemy of the state from them. But they've got loads of great songs throughout their career. And this is just uh, I think it's called Was It the Acid? Um, so if you don't know that song, just go on YouTube, search it. It's it's a great little pop punk song. Not groundbreaking at all, but it ticks all the right boxes for me.
0: Cool. All right. Well, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Do um, I've anything just- for you? Yeah, this week There's been a couple of uh, Albums I've been listening to First one um, I won't talk about at length Obviously Go on I've, uh, I'm going to be reviewing this For the Punk Archive this week, Okay then, So there will be a full Written review up Yeah um, But it's by a band Called Hot Mass They're from Swansea um, What are they called, sorry? Hot Mass uh, And the, the album Is their debut album um, It's called Nervous Tensions uh, I've just been loving it. Like
1: well, well, I, I'm not familiar with them at all. No, I, I feel ignorant right now. Their,
0: what? What? It's their debut album. So this is. This are they, what, what label are they on? Uh, they're on. Oh, that's a good question. Um, from
1: Swansea, did you say? They are from Swansea. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's put this out. Uh, oh, all in vinyl in the UK have put this out. Okay. And, uh, and Brassnet Records.
1: Who do they remind you of?
0: Um, I can't say. I need, I need to sort of sit down and really sort of think who they uh, who they remind me of um, in the press release they kind of like the fans of yeah. Pup um, Yard, that kind of stuff um, I'm not too sure about the Pup thing because th- the reason I like this album mm. is because the first time I put it on within seconds I was like I'm going to love this album right with Pup I put on their new record within seconds I knew I wasn't going to like it (laughs) well
1: par put like an acquired taste I feel one that I haven't got
0: yet personally no exactly so um, but it's just it's punk rock there's a bit of hardcore there's a lot of kind of like interesting guitar stuff a lot of interesting vocals uh, it's a really cool album It's for, As a debut album I mean the guys are a lot older So they, they've got a bit of experience But as a debut It's Every track is sort of like Yeah This is fucking Rocky You can stick it on And party out to it
1: Hot Hot Mass Did you say Hot Mass Yes I definitely will check that out
0: um, And finally A uh, band called Wicked Bears um, They're from Salt Lake City City uh, In America
1: I feel like I've heard of them.
0: Yeah, uh, that's because they did. They reach out to us. They did reach out uh, to us last month. Even, yeah, yeah, and I, I emailed you the thing. Yeah. Um it's uh, it's old style pop punk, really. In an nice. like, I think if you like nineties pop punk, like if you like Dude Ranch, for example, or if you like uh, the Descendants, yeah, it's that style of music. Um, Very cool. With and each, I like the way the lyricist kind of writes his songs because he'll be like. Oh, I'm gonna do this, and then he'll just contradict himself. And he's like, No, what? Well, do you know what? It doesn't matter, but yeah. he'll just say that in the songs, like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and every kind of song tells like a nice little story, and it's very easy to follow, and it's just cool. Like I say, it's he's playing, it's not ironically talking about Blink, how we were talking about what they're doing is just very generic for the moment in my opinion <laughs> right. some of yeah. it yeah. I like how this is a pop punk band that isn't doing that that's sort of gone back to the roots of pop punk and okay. is doing what was going on uh, yeah in the 90s that's really cool they're called Wicked Bears um, they're from Salt Lake City uh, so yeah I'd go and check that out the album is called oh the album is self-titled so there you go go uh, and look it up easy to remember yeah it's uh, it's just six tracks so it's an, actually it's more of an EP than an album okay. but yeah go not check that Wicked out Wicked Bears I'm, from Utah yeah I've been to it. I really like it uh, and that's that so I think it's nice. to wrap up yeah uh, I think so we've yeah uh, we'll be back hopefully in a few weeks I think we're going to try and aim for the first working ed- first weekend in July we are yeah Um Back and with
1: Darren and the guest Back with Darren the and the
0: guest Is the plan And uh, the new Blink album will be out So we'll have some stuff To talk about Plenty now. to talk about then Alright cool Cheers guys for listening um, Yeah it is. Everything that we've been talking about Especially those bands That we just mentioned I'll drop into the show notes what? Yeah uh, cool So go and check them out um, And yeah Speak to you later Alright bye